millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to our Bravo episode of Tender Loving Care with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. This is the time of the week that we dive headfirst into our Bravo shows. Kate and I's podcast Tender Loving Care which is available on all podcasting platforms has a new episode every Wednesday. In that episode we break down a show from the TLC and Discovery Plus network past or present deep dive the insanity and on a Tuesday, we also have a purely 90-day fiancé show. But in this episode, we only discuss our beautiful, gorgeous housewives. Hi, Kate! Hello! Kate, this I... is our last episode before our Christmas break. I know it! I love your festive sweater, which you can see you. if you follow us on YouTube. Yes, guys, thank you. Because, Kate, we are not plugging enough. Like, guys, you're listening to us, but you need to see how, you know, how we look when we're recording. And I will tell you right now, prepare yourself. There's no makeup. I have not a a little bit of foundation, not anything. But I am wearing a Christmas Home Alone sweater. And I do have a jingle jangle of little bells and tinsel around me. So I do think that's worth it alone just to go to our YouTube page and check us out. So go to YouTube and search Tender Loving Care Podcast and we will pop up. Yes, I am less festively dressed, but it's at least green. <laughs> it is. You do have a slight in there. Um, Kate, we, listen, I don't know how we're going to do this. Kate and I are, as I always say, running around like blue ass flies. It's our last show for this year and then we're recording our patreon straight after this so we have a limited time but kate we have salt lake city we have real housewives of beverly hills we have ultimate girl strip so kate I, we didn't discuss this beforehand but ultimate girl strip there's so much to say i just we we can't break down now four episodes 
No, I didn't even take notes watching it because I just mm. was taking it in. You know, yes. I, I was like, I just want to watch it and mm. enjoy Bathe it. And in it. Bathe oh, in it. I would like to hear some highlights for you. I was going to ask you the same, actually. Okay. Minds think alike. I mean, highlights straight away is is straight on lose horniness. I have never, I don't know what hormones these bitches are on, what hormone replacement they're doing, whatever they're doing, but Lou and men, she needs to forget the cabaret and give courses on flirting with men. She walks into a room and those men just flock to her, flock to her. Unbelievable. She has um, a presence. She's magnetic. It's amazing. Absolutely. So mm -hmm. honestly, the highlight for me, Kate, is the fact that, I mean, there's so much, so hard yeah. to, to pick, but I yeah. will say the fact that we see Dorinda Medley, okay, watching, we are watching Dorinda watch Scary Island. I have never seen such great television in my life. We are watching a housewife watch housewives. Oh my god! So funny. Oh, I agree. That was so meta and hilarious to me. And I also love how in that same vein they are talking openly about being on the show and being on this oh. show and um you know who needs it more oh. and who got fired and who was put on pause Eight. all of these things are so funny and the flashbacks and <gasps> the story about the count meeting alex mccord that <laughs> is a highlight for me as well that was a highlight there's so many but i will say a fourth dropped i think today uh fourth episode i started watching it and um, unfortunately didn't have time to watch the rest of it. But I will say the first episode, I was like, you know, Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone, I always like to give the full name, Kelly Kalor and Ben Simone. She is, uh, okay, so she may actually, uh, we may have, I may have made a little bit of mistake or she may have just realized like how she was before. Nope. She is right, right back into going, She's so deeply insecure, so deeply with all of these women. So she's pinpointed Kristen. That's what I'm going after. Like she did with Alex McCord. But Kristen has more of a backbone than Alex McCord. So she's saying to Kristen verbatim what she used to do to a full on, I don't use this word lightly, bully Alex McCord when she used to get her and go, we're all really worried about you. That is a classic manipulative, nasty thing to say to someone because it is it is making the other person think, there's something wrong with me and everyone thinks so. It's intimidating. It's a horrible line to use. And Kelly Clore and Ben Simone uses it all the time. She did it to Kristen. And Kristen goes, who is this we we're talking about, Kelly? Who's she goes, No, we're just all we're just all really, really worried for you. I mean, I'm concerned for you. I'm helping you out. It is the exact same behavior. It's the exact same behavior. But you know what? Yeah. Everyone's none of it. No one's falling for it anymore, Kelly Clore and Ben Simone. No one. <laughs> She does that and then she finds a way to label you and, and then says it on a loop. Mm -hmm. Like she keeps telling her that she's a um, fan. A fan. Yeah. And uh, what's she calling her? Like a producer or a, yes, narrator. Yes, a narrator. Narrating. Yeah. That's it. And she's like, it's weird. I just think it's weird. It's freaking me she out. Loves, and she just keeps she repeating it. Loves that weird and freaking out. She'll use that if you're so right. That tactic, it is horrendously manipulative so frustrating to watch as a viewer but now 
everyone's in on it. And they're just going, no, no, no. But none of what you're saying is true. We're not thinking that. You're thinking it and then labeling it as everybody else is thinking it to make that person feel small. Sorry, bitch, it's not going to work. And Kelly is scrambling in this fourth episode. We're really worried about you. What are you? I don't want you to come off badly because she's talking about herself. She knows that everyone's watching this going, Kelly's exactly the same. She's crazy on Crazy Island and she's crazy with the pirate as well. End of story. <laughs> right. Oh, I'm, I'm go on. I know. I'm so pleased with the amount of material there is mm. from one week of filming. <laughs> Hate. It could have. Can you imagine what's on the cutting room floor? And I will say that Sonia Morgan, nobody gives her enough props as we should of her natural humor. Like it is effortless. She doesn't put anything on she comes up with these one-liners it's 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 she real is is like lucille ball i yep. mean she is just on it all the time and she comes out with these phenomenal one-liners she's an absolute kook and it is perfect television have her taping in her breasts her just being i can't have a shower so i'm just gonna swim in the pool she's naked all the time she is just there is I'm very surprised I only realized on episode end of episode three, which I'd watched, you know, for the second time. Um, she hasn't got wasted yet. Very shocked by that. Very shocked. Well, yeah. Lou, Still start, Lou started <laughs> and she stopped, I guess. She's starting. <laughs> the balance. No, I think she's I think she's I think she's pacing herself. Like the first yeah. day is like, mm, mm. And then, then they're in. But anyway, we could go on forever, yep. guys. We may have to do a separate episode, I think, just on it because it is yep. dream. Kate, very quickly in the Bravo world, don't. I just wanted to get you breaking news. Breaking news. Okay. Erica Jane has was doing some gig somewhere, right? And the footage came out of her completely one hundred percent lip syncing um, to a song that the audio was the original song of another artist. She hadn't even dubbed her own vocals over it. So the artist is furious. They said, you know, my song is lent to, you know, a lot of, I thought it was a drag queen at first because drag queens will use my songs, but they're lip syncing and it's an art form. Erica Jane was performing using my material and just lip syncing as though she was singing my song. So um, that was breaking. So I thought that was really interesting. Typical Erica Jane. And uh, Mo... Maurizio. So lazy. That's so lazy. So lazy. I know she's played a song and danced to it. But you know who's uh, to, who's to blame for all of that? Mikey Minden. <laughs> creative director. <laughs> creative director. Um, okay. Second thing is Maurizio is in Aspen. And you know, he was spotted with the influencer. Right. He was on his Instagram story saying, oh, check out the... It's so embarrassing. He's 53. Check out their gram for more of their crazy shenanigans. And it was that like 30 something year old or 28 year old influencer and Lily Pons YouTuber. It's, I, I can't. And they were in skis in um, dressing gowns and robes. Crazy. And he's 53. Lily Pons. Don't. Don't. Oh, that Dad, is dude. so cringe. His, so if I cringe. was one of his daughters, I would be like, Dad, I just can't stop. Fifty-three. Oh. I mean, get oh boy. Speaking That's... of BH, we should head into that first, Kate. Okay. Um, okay. you're gonna have to fill me in here. Perfect. Okay. So, did you did you watch a lot of it? Did you watch some of it? Did you watch? <laughs> um. Well, it's hard. I know we have a lot to watch. 
Are we just, are we going, am I going to tell you what happened in the episode, essentially? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Perfect. Wonderful. Excellent. Okay, let's go. Season 13, episode 8, a feisty fiesta. So we've got this opening montage and they're all kind of getting ready. And Erica Jane is, you know, getting ready for, she's doing some sexy shoot for her Vegas thing and blah, 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 blah. Then we see, we go to Garcelle just saying to her son again, please don't get your girlfriend pregnant. Then we go over to like someone else and that stuff. All right. Then we go to Labo Hem in West Hollywood and Sutton is going on a date with a gentleman named Sal. And, you know, Sutton is such an odd creature. Her and Avi, I'm telling you, or I guess they say Avi. Anyway, so she goes to this restaurant. She goes in. She's not wearing a cat sweater, unfortunately, this time. But she goes in and Sal at first seemed like a nice gentleman. But she's very, Sutton's odd on a date. You can tell she's nervous, but she's, she's reserved. But she she comes across as quite you know, just cold and not very nice. Anyway, he was holding out the chair for her, ordered food, ordered drinks, and he was talking a lot and then talking more and then started mentioning his 85-year-old mother, more about his mother. Actually, I think the mother was 90-something and more about his mother and then more stories about his mother. And it was like, oh dear. And then it was doing this, they were doing this cut, like montage of him, just another story. And then my mother took me to Vegas and then he was like in his 60s or something. And it's like, and then my mother was the only 98-year-old that said, whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. And then my mother killed a catfish just by slamming it on the ground. And these like horrible, horrifying stories. And it was mother, mother this. And it was just a voiceover of Sutton being like, mm, don't think this was going to work in her confessional. She's like, that was a big red flag. Okay, question. Is mm. this is this a man that that uh matchmaker yes. found okay exactly that horror that horror show of a matchmaker yes <laughs> okay great so she did mention that she's like oh when i speak to her whatever but this guy was a disaster anyway that was the end of the day um th- i did wonder as well this guy was got to he was in his 60s i would say mid to late i wanted to know what happened when they were like okay we've got a date for you but it's going to be filmed for a tv show what tv show the royal housewives of beverly hills like some a man in his mid to late 60s would have no clue what this show was about it would be such a weird experience of like him signing a release to go on this show you to know just like saying? tell the world about his, yeah, his mother, mother. <laughs> it, it, it'd be so odd yeah. no clue yeah so um then um we see uh i i wish you'd seen this scene because i thought you would you would have understood why i liked it so much so we're at kyle's house and it's just a massive long shot of this charcuterie that took up you know that bar kyle has that they always like film around in her house just it took up the entire length of it i mean it was so extravagant and we see Anne marie comes over and um then we get some fantastic shots of romeo and Romeo is Kyle's Pomeranian, big puff, like big, big, big puff. Uh, very similar in color, a little bit darker to Kitten, my Pomeranian. And um, so she comes over and Anne-Marie is like, oh, hi, Romeo. And Romeo does do a little bit of a growl on mm. a little bit oh. of a, just a little bit of a nip. Kitten didn't do that. But um, Anne-Marie put her hand down and was like, oh, hi, Romeo. And Romeo was like, yeah. <laughs> just protecting just protecting mommy exactly and then amory was like oh god and and kyle was like oh it's just romeo and i was like exactly let him be yeah. and then um the door went and uh dorit arrives and 
um Doris like hi and Amory's like yeah uh Carl's dog's biting my hand off and I was like enough of the pom shaming but you know yeah. what the pom was fine with Dorit so what does that say Anne-Marie troublemaker <laughs> anyway so she comes in and they're all sat around this bar and they start speaking and this is the bit it's a very much a Dorit episode and it's okay. showing Dorit is extremely sad she's extremely sad about a lot of stuff that I think the PTSD her husband, everything that's going on with him. And I think the loss of this friendship with Kyle, they start discussing um, just life and things like that. And Kyle says, oh, in this one hour special that I'm filming. And Dorit says, you're you're what? I, I didn't know you were doing this. And she says, yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't told many people. She's like, I don't know anything you're doing anymore. She says, I don't know you're filming this. I don't know the movies you're filming. Um, and Kyle's like, well, yeah, I've just got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on. Then she goes into her, and I got another, and then and Dorit goes, you're going to tell me you got another tattoo? And she goes, oh, I did actually. And she speaks about, you know, getting a tattoo from, and um, she, the second you see she speaks about Morgan, her face just beams, beams. It is just night and day. And Carl goes, yeah, well, Morgan, you know, and I, and she t- tries to hide it. She's like, well, yeah, Morgan and I, you know, got a tattoo. And um, yeah, so, we just like. So you, do you still feel that it's purely platonic admiration or are you getting a vibe that maybe there's a romantic element in the mix? I'll tell you some, you know, I've, I've gone back and forth, right? And, and the last point of, and you know, we flip-flop all the time on this show, right? And that's fine. Yep. Um, but I did think, okay, well, maybe looking at her beaming, I'm like, is it still this infatuation that I think it is? Yes. Do I think there's sexuality in there, like sexual chemistry between them that they followed through on? Uh, no, I always said no. Then in this, I'm kind of thinking maybe. But you know what? Morgan Wade right now uh, was tested, I was on her Instagram, tested positive for the BRCA gene. And so she has opted to get a double mastectomy, which uh, my friend has had and is a, you know, massive, massive surgery. She's a young woman. She's 28 years old. So she's going through, she's got a double mastectomy. She's going through healing at the moment. She's going Mm. through recovery, uh, which is extremely hard. You get expanders put in. It lasts months and months and months. Mm. Um, And Kyle's on holiday in Mexico right now. And I'm thinking if they were lovers, like real in a relationship, Kyle wouldn't be away from her going through surgery like that. That's a really great point. I think that's. Mm. So I just, that was a big, that was a big telltale for me. Yeah. She's on a beach. She's having a holiday. And I just think if that was her lover, her partner, she wouldn't be away from her. So I don't know. That's mm, a, okay. That's okay. I don't, I, so honestly, I don't know. Where do you sit with it, Kate? You've watched BH. I mean, where, yeah, what are you thinking? I don't. I don't know it. What you're telling me about the the stories, and so it's clear that she's not posting like throwback photos, making it seem like she's somewhere. <laughs> I'm no, like because getting all day, conspiracy theorists about no, it. Because but... uh, page six got her. So you know, if page six, oh, is well, page six. Mm, okay. Yeah. So knowing that. I do think that maybe it's some of those same feelings that you would feel yeah. in a new relationship with someone, mm. but I don't know that it went very far. Like, uh, yeah, she be- well, maybe Morgan became, you know, she's like a placeholder for that close connection that she used to have with Mo. 
Well, um, remember what entertainment lawyer said is that she, that Kyle would be dumped as soon as Morgan got this big tour. She's got uh, which she has, and Kyle is funding a documentary about Morgan. Uh, I think someone's winning more than the other in the relationship. Let's say that. So anyway, we go back to the bar in Kyle's house and um, it's just, you know, Dorit's sad. And she's saying, well, what do I need to do? Tattoo my initial on on your initial on my body to make you like me. And and Kyle's just laughing. And Dorit is hurt. She's very, very hurt in this. Um, We then go to a scene. um, The gals are on sunset. They're at the bar um, and restaurant classic, um, classic cat. And they have, it's Garcelle and Erica, and they're having a drink. And Erica's like, you know, Garcelle and I didn't really mesh. We did at the beginning, then we had a falling out, but now this is good. And they sit down, they're having a drink. And Garcelle's like, you know what, I've, um, I'm have I'm bringing someone that's a surprise. And Erica's like, oh God, it's not Denise, is it? And she's like, no, no, no. And then Sutton walks in. So Sutton comes in and she's like, oh, okay. They have a grand old time. They're having their lychee. Um, even though in, in America you say lychee, I always say lychee because that's how we say it in England, but I know mm-hmm. they say lychee. Um, martinis and they're drinking and they're laughing and they're having a good time. They start talking about Denise and that's when Erica tells them, you do know. it's only, And the way she does it with her shoulders, she's like, you do know it's only a $7 bundle for Denise Richards naked on OnlyFans. You know, whatever the exact line was, she was doing that. She was like shoving her shoulder forward as she delivered the news. Like it was great. (laughs) Um, And then they're talking about Taco Tuesday. So Crystal has decided to have an event at her house, Taco Tuesday, and everyone's going to go. So they go, you know, you're going to see Denise then. And Erica's like, I know, but whatever. I, I don't know how to behave with her. I don't know what she was saying to me that night. I don't know what she was talking about. And it is what it is. I mean, and then they kind of, Garcelle reveals, well, you know, it's about the fact that you had mentioned, this is like four years ago, which Erica says, it was four years ago, that, um, you know, the kids knew about threesomes. It was when you mentioned a threesome at the dinner table, at the party, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that was so long ago, whatever. So, um. We then go, I did like a Garcelle, so funny. She does come out with some one-liners. She goes, when she said, uh, when uh, Erica revealed the $7, Garcelle just starts laughing and goes, shut up to Erica. I just <laughs> love the way she delivered it. It was so good. Then we get this reveal. Garcelle reveals it about Sutton. She's like, oh, you mean when you made out with your driver? So apparent, and then and then she's like, she wasn't supposed to tell anyone. Erica asks what's going on. Apparently Sutton got close to one of her drivers and made out with him. <laughs> it was a weird story and everyone was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then we see everyone getting ready to go to Taco Tuesday. So you've got Dorit getting ready, um, who's got a fake tan on and wearing a white sweater that says 90s supermodel on it, which I love and I want that sweater. But she's wearing a fake tan, so it's just like orange, all on a white <laughs> thing. I don't know. Kyle's getting ready. And then we see Sutton is getting ready with her glam squad. And she's on OnlyFans. And she's like, I'm going to give her $7 because I'm going to sign up to Denise Richards. Oh, I can tip. And they're going through everything. Then we get Garcelle picking up Denise in the car and they get in the car. And of course, typical Denise, she looks great, but she's like, oh, I should have dressed up. And I'm like, you should know by now these women dress up for everything. Um, But they kind of discuss a little bit about seeing Erica. And Denise is like, I'm fine. Like, she knows what I said. And I, I said, you know, 
she couldn't really remember anything she said. And Garcelle <laughs> said, well, you did call her. Da, da, da. And she's like, I, I don't I don't know if I, you know, she's <laughs> desperately trying to. And then she says, you know what happened? When I went home that night, I had 102 fever. Mm-hmm. And they're like, ah, uh, uh-huh. oh, that's terrible. It's oh. terrible. So um, <laughs> she's like, I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. And now we've said it. And then um, we go to Kyle and Dorit in the car. And this is just Dorit again, desperately trying to figure out what happened with Kyle. She says, you know, I don't really know what's what's going on. And I don't know much about you. And it's you and Morgan of just you've kind of like melted into each other. You've just become each other or you've become her. And Kyle laughing and beaming and smiling. And Dorit's like, I just feel like I don't, you know, I don't see you that much. And then we go into Dorit's confessional. She's like, we went on vacation together, sometimes with our husbands, but a lot of times alone, at least five times a year, we were on holidays together. We don't even, I don't even see her anymore. And, um, you know, then Kyle's confessional says, I have been pulling away from Dorit. And the reason is, is at the reunion, she didn't support me with Kathy. And there's like one clip and I don't buy it. I don't buy it. What's going on is Kyle emotionally is dealing with the death of her friend, She's the end of her relationship. She is in a metamorphosis in her life and she's hurt and she's angry. And you hide that from the people that know you the best. It's much easier to run to people that don't know you and hang out with them than hang out with people that know you. So she's right. just dipping out and dumping people. And Dorit is in, I, I have so, such strong feelings, so much empathy for Dorit in this episode. She's heartbroken. She's actually, she looks sad and miserable. So we get to Crystal's house mm. and we see Lion King for a second and then he he dips <laughs> out as well. He leaves. Um, Crystal looks so, she, I mean, she's so gorgeous, but to this, she was wearing this like super feminine, like red country girl little dress. Like I love a super feminine, like, farmhouse dress she just looked bloody gorgeous she had red lipstick on she had a little bit the hair up hair down she looked just like a gorgeous girl I just can't I love Crystal so much (laughs) but she has done nothing in this season it's so unfair I don't know if she was doing stuff and they cut her or what's going on but Crystal is not in this season um I mean we like you said last week or the week before I think um the most interesting scene we've had with her was with her brother Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Really all we've gotten except for some funny confessionals here and there, but... 
yeah, it's, up, it's story? Up, I don't know. I don't know. But then stuff happens at this taco place. So they're in there and she has some friends um, that come over. One of them is this woman called Nia. Um, and she's actually the wife of the comedian Bill Burr, which was super crazy. But anyway, she was there. She had another friend called Leanne, Jenny. And um, anyway, so Kyle, everyone arrives and um, Dorit's confessional. She's like, wow, Crystal, I'm always surprised about how many friends Crystal has. I mean, obviously she's lost 14 of them, but, you know, she still has friends <laughs> referencing the rumor last year, all of that. So Crystal's house is massive and gorgeous and she has this big bar set up outside and heaters. And all people do is walk outside and go, oh, we're not eating outside, are we? It's freezing it's so cold and erica comes in she's like i'm miserable it's cold why are we outside like the professional you know proper heaters are out there they've got blankets and they're all just whining and moaning they're such so rude in someone's house they're like this is so miserable and it's so cold why are we all and how cold like, how cold could it have really been yeah 60 degrees so <laughs> then they were like uh chris is like all right let's go and eat inside and everyone's like oh thank god what an amazing idea to actually eat inside because it's so freezing it's like shut up yeah. anyway they go inside they start oh and we had a special guest come with uh with uh we obviously had denise turn out we had everyone's there we also had kim yes, yes. Get out of my bed. yes. <laughs> now her outfit was uh, she looked great <laughs> But yeah. it was like she was doing a little rock and roll. She's doing a little rock and roll girl. And she had like a belt with like stuff hanging off the belt and chains. <laughs> the Richard sisters are expressing themselves and exploring. Love. <laughs> Painting walls. Yeah. She's just doing it all. And I yeah. love that she's being on this on this show. So she comes on again. Um, and then 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 Sutton's in for Dorit. She's in for Dorit. And she starts, they're all sat around eating and talking. And she starts on at Dorit. And she goes, oh, so are you still trying to steal RV? And she's like, what? And we get a flashback to the party of Dorit talking and in jest saying to RV, I think you need to come and work for me, RV. Come on, leave Sutton and work for me. And RV looks directly into the camera. It was great. He like looks in the camera and he's like, mm, and then walks off. It was said in jest, it was whatever. Yeah. Sutton decides to get in on Dorit and it's like, yeah, well, don't try and steal him from me. She's like, it was a joke. I wasn't trying to steal him. She's like, well, he's not going anywhere. Okay. I, just yeah. leave her alone. Like, <sighs> leave her alone. Then they fight. Then they talk about what great time they had with Erica and um, Sutton and Garcelle. And Dorit's like, oh, thanks for inviting me. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Everyone is after her. And I wanted to cry for her. She looks so sad. Then um, we somebody brings up the makeout session. I think it was Dorit brought up the makeout session with the driver and then that then um Sutton goes in on Dorit again she's like you're trying to embarrass me and Gus is like yeah Dorit you were trying to embarrass her then she's like I wasn't everyone was just talking about it and I just brought up she's like no you were trying to embarrass her and then Sutton has her new name them name them because she starts going um tell me why you said that Tell me why you said that. Why did you say that? Why did you say that? And Dorit's like, if you gave me a second to stop asking the same question, I'll answer you. And they have a fight. Then, then bloody um, um, Garcelle decides to go in on Dorit. And she starts saying, uh, yeah, why did you bring it up? Why did you bring it up? 
And then Garcelle starts going in on her. I'm trying to look at my notes here to see what it was all about. She was going in about embarrassing, embarrassing Sutton. Um, and she says something about, you know, Garcelle says, you're so priv... Oh, and then and then Dorit said, stop attacking me. And Garcelle don't use that word just because you're so privileged. Hmm. And the room just went silent. And Dorit was just flabbergasted. She's like, what? She's like, don't do that with your privilege. She's like, but what do you mean? And Garcelle just then cop. I didn't like this at all. And then Garcelle cops out. She goes, I'm not here to teach you. And Dorit goes, but I don't know what you mean. And everyone just stays silent. And it looked like Dorit was going to cry. She was so vulnerable. She was sat on her own. She'd already been attacked by like three people in that room. And... They just, I just wrote, leave Dorit alone. I was sick of it. I did not like it. I don't get why people are mad at her though. I don't either really. There's something, I don't know. I think, you know what it is? It's like they smell blood in the water. I think Dorit is in a massive low point in her life. I think financially they are ruined, her and PK. I really do. Yeah. Um, like I say, paying back, he owes millions in taxes. He paid a casino half a million dollars. I mean, there is a lot of shit that I think financially and she's very vulnerable and she's very weak yeah. uh, emotionally. And I think that these women do gang up. I think they don't, they're not even conscious of it, but they see someone that's troubled and they're like, let's get her. I really do. Mm. And then Dorit, luckily she stood her own. She was, uh, she goes, she, she, she did it so deliberately. That everyone was like, we see what you're doing, but she didn't care. She goes, um, so Denise, are you okay with Erica? Have you spoken to Erica yet? What's going on with you two? I mean, it was just like, woo. But I was like, good for you. Like, just let it go. Like, just go for it because it's sick of it. So then Denise is like, no, what What are you doing, Dorit? What are you doing? And Dorit's like, I'm going. So she just stood up and left. No one even said goodbye to her. Like, I didn't like it at all. I was upset for Dorit. Really upset. I feel like a lot of these housewives are just at, that have been on TV for so long. They're just at this point where they're just, like you say, baldly playing these tactics yes like oh well the segment of attack that this housewife is over now we're gonna go after her all right yep. start it up like start just, it up. just say it yeah whatever yeah um and the whole episode ends on a to be continued which you will like because erica goes in on denise and then she mm. ends the episode bringing up the only fans and says so denise who's more profitable you or sammy and then it's to be continued wow i hope denise isn't too drunk I, to defend herself no, do you know what she was on her best bet she was guzzling water you saw okay. her she had these water bottles and she was guzzling it okay. so i will we will see what happens next I, week i want i want a fair fight yeah mm. Mm. <laughs> anyway that was the that was the rough version of everything but it okay. was horrible for dorit i didn't yeah. like it kate and i just want stuff to be stepped up a little bit with mauricio uh, sorry, Maurizio. I want to get, I want someone to start talking. Like, come on, just next episode, we got to get to the bottom of this. Just say you're breaking up. Do whatever you have to do. Just do it. Ugh. It's Beverly Hills, though. I don't know if they're going to, they're just going to keep holding it in and dancing around it. God. No. All right. All right. Well, Salt, Salt Lake, Lake City. Why don't you take us into swimming with the fishes? Episode 15. Of Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. By the way, this is the last, second to last one. When we have to wait till the first, we have to wait till January to get the finale. By the way. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. All right. Ooh. So it's day three in Bermuda. They're on their mm -hmm. trip, 
And it's the day after that big dinner fight about the mafia rumor and right. all that. So um, first we have Heather and Monica making up. Mm. Um, so they Didn't, were fight. <laughs> did not like seeing someone walking on a beach with sand wearing jeans. That upset <laughs> me a lot. Oh, it made me so uncomfortable, Monica. <laughs> it did. Yeah, that was wrong. Um, so they're, they were fighting the night before about the comments that Monica made in the sprinter about Heather's mm-hmm. sex life and Heather's daughter's sex life. And they are basically doing that housewife's thing of like, okay, let's wrap this fight up and move on to the next storyline. Oh, sure. So they're like, okay, let's just enjoy the trip. And they they need to band together everyone to go against Meredith. So they're, mm, they're like, okay, mm-hmm. forget all of our squabble. Um, and then Meredith is calling Seth and doing the bare minimum amount of acting here. Uh, <laughs> so she's, she's like half asleep. She's like, I just don't know why they're saying that I would start this mafia rumor. It's it's crazy. It's so crazy, Seth. And Seth's like, yeah, what the hell? And then Angie and Whitney go to play tennis, and Uh they're they're pretending that the tennis ball is Meredith's head. (laughs) And and then, of course, the editors put in, you can leave. leave. (laughs) I mean, the editors just do it every time. Every time. they really nailed it with that that made me laugh the Mm. girls hit the ball a few times you know oh we're playing tennis and then they do what they really want to do which is gossip yeah so um i did like meredith's outfit or sorry whitney's outfit uh Mm -hmm. her little tennis outfit i was like Mm -hmm. that's cute okay Mm -hmm. they are talking about the night before how strange it was that after that big confrontation at the dinner where everyone is yelling at meredith they show the footage. They got home and they're like, why was Meredith just acting like that didn't happen at all? And they show this footage of them like eating the cake and Meredith is just like dissociating from everything. These women will have, we'll see later in the episode as well, say the most awful things to each other. Then it's just fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's, I. but then we'll get into why Meredith is really doing this, playing the long <laughs> game. But yeah, carry yes. on. So... Uh, she says it's unwell behavior. Angie says that. Uh, I like I like that saying. Love Angie. Then they start talking about Heather and mm. uh, <laughs> Whitney's oh, little story God. she planted <laughs> with the book is <gasps> she's laying the groundwork for this argument with, later in the episode by God. gossiping with Angie about it. And she's like, I just don't understand. She doesn't want to talk about her own sex life, but she wants to talk about everyone else's. I was reading a book, her book, and she could have mentioned any story about us. And she chose the one where she came over and took photos of me doing a boudoir photo shoot for Justin. Nice try. Nice try. I am my last, last nerve with Whitney. Whitney Wildrose, her voice, her constant, she sexualizes everything all the time. I have my theory, which I will not say on this podcast, but I will say to you in private, Kate, of mm-hmm. why she's doing all of this. But she sexualizes everything all the time, her body. So that's fine. Go and do what you want to do. But stop making it other people's issues. She has deep, deep issues with sexuality and her mm-hmm. own sexuality. This is what all this is. It's bullshit. It is. And it's grasping at straws for a storyline. Yeah. It's like, I wish you would just say what you really want to say to Heather, you know, like Mm -hmm. stop with this bullshit fight that you're trying to make here. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, then they head out on a boat ride. It's a catamaran. Looked pretty fabulous. Yeah. And Meredith is spinning a tale uh, to Heather, I believe, about mm. how innocent she is. And it's actually Monica that said the originally said this mafia comment about Angie. And this was not even me. And I don't know why she's saying all this and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then um, Meredith dramatically goes over to ask Monica, Monica, will you, would you come and have a talk with me? And Monica's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. And um, she says, I never, uh, Meredith says, I never thought that Angie was in the mafia. And Monica's getting so annoyed because Meredith won't admit that they were, I think they were joking around about it. And yes. Yes. They were sitting there being like, oh, I bet she's in the mafia and Googling stuff. Yes. And I they were being catty. Mm-hmm. And Monica is so pissed off that Meredith can't even cop to that. Like she mm-hmm. cannot even admit to doing this in a silly way or anything, being involved mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. And um then Baby Gorgeous gets involved. And I, I've never <laughs> laughed so much. There's two women, right? Having a conversation. Baby Gorgeous stands right up, screams across, stop lying, Meredith. Stop lying. You're such a liar. They're just screaming at her about being a complete liar. About just, yeah, sticking her nose and saying the worst things to this woman who she makes up with in about five minutes afterwards. You don't have any friends. You're not going to have any friends after everybody knows what a liar you are. Just stop. Like, we all know you're a fraud. All of this stuff. You're a mess. Yeah. Baby God. Yes, she's oh. she's letting it out. Legend. Letting it all out. Legend. And uh then Meredith gets all worked up and heated about it. And I'm tired of everyone narrating me and I'm yes. getting really fucking pissed off. Yes. And everyone's just like, own it, just own it, Meredith. We would like you so much more if you did. Um and then how does the catamaran wrap up? I think they're just all screaming at each other. And then we have Whitney finds some kind of me- any type of metal pole and just decides to spin her legs around. She's so gross. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. I just have so many issues with Whitney. So many issues with her, especially what happens later. I think of the catamaran, they kind of wrap it all up with just after someone's just completely obliterated all of Meredith's character. And here's the theory going around, guys. We know if you're on Instagram, you'll see what we posted, Tender Loving Care podcast. The whole the whole thing that's going on is the blow up is the fact that Monica has been behind all of these Finster accounts. And that is what is going to get revealed in the finale. Apparently, this is just a theory. One of them is called um, Dita Von Tees. And it was... Um, it was on Instagram for a while, revealing all this stuff about Jen, all these are the Salt Lake people for years. The, they say that that's what's going to be revealed. My theory, Kate, which a lot of people are saying now is, yeah, Meredith had done all that shady shit in the past, but this was the one time that it was actually all Monica. And <laughs> Meredith was perfect to blame it on because everybody already thought Meredith did it. But it was actually Monica that sent those DMs to Meredith and also had them herself. So it was Monica that did it all. And she's the new housewife, so she can play dumb. And everyone's like, oh, she hasn't developed that much, you know, game yet with this. Uh, So 
Uh, next thing I have is like they're in the Sprinter van going to dinner. Is there? Yeah. And okay. Then Meredith, and Meredith just goes straight over to Lisa and she's like, I just, I want to share something with you. She, Lisa, just been screaming at her, you're a mess. You have no friends. You're a fraud. You're a liar. And Meredith just goes, I just want to, you know, share something with you. And they're like, wild. We're like sisters. We're, we're like, like sisters. sisters. And the thing is that Brooks has been signed to Ford models now if we had another hour of this podcast i would go into what i really think about that brooks is like in his mid-20s that is ancient for a model first of all (laughs) second which it is you don't get signed at like 25 or 26 right and models that get signed to ford amazing agency are not uh mm, Hmm. How can I mm, talk about this? Uh, I'm not going to, but let me just say he was signed to the celebrity section. Anyway, moving on. Mm, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but they're <laughs> fine now. They're they're totally fine. Lisa and Meredith. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. So then okay. we we have uh, Whitney talking about oh god oral oral sex with Justin. Oh, and I his wanted... nose. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. We can't discuss because I will vomit all yeah. over this table and you know what here's the let's just put this out here's just she's she plants this right this was to goad goad heather obviously because she keeps saying heather doesn't talk about sex so that means she's sex shaming me okay sex shaming in a definition is what by saying um if i said to you i've had 150 partners and you say well that you're a whore um you shouldn't be sleeping with that many people your sexuality is wrong i would say that's along the lines of sex shaming not exactual definition but i say those are examples of it right right heather is just having decorum heather is just saying i you know what that's just not something i really want to discuss end of story but whitney is like i'm gonna run with something i need to run with something because she like you say she cannot say why she's angry at whitney she's angry she's angry at heather sorry for for her success she's angry at heather not wanting to have anything to do with her anymore she's angry for everything last year but instead she's concocting this very very uh transparent like storyline about how to get at heather and it's not working whitney it's just not no it's it's not and it's it's it is so interesting like she she just doesn't feel like people can have different levels of comfortability about certain topics and that's just so ironic because she has topics like that too like everyone has things that they don't want to go into it's you know it's a personal decision but she's she thinks everyone should be talking about uh you know all these graphic details that she's fine with saying for some reason um yeah so then they get to dinner and um whitney starts confronting heather about the book and it just devolves i mean they're going to dinner and she said you use this boudoir thing and she's like you heather is perplexed she's just going but you knew what i was going to put in there that's not to your sex life though Whitney but I think the biggest reveal was that Heather had a life as a boudoir photographer that was so random I was like you did really it's random so weird um we hear the Bell's palsy story and the Costco um card which was brilliant that she showed that Costco card but the Bell's palsy then I went into a spiral because I've I've known someone that has Bell's palsy and it's terrible and I didn't realize you get it from stress and of Mm -hmm. course I'm living in a constant state of panic and stress my entire life so I was like oh god now I'm terrified of Bell's 
palsy. That's another one to add to the list of things I'm terrified of getting. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. She said she he, when that husband came home and said to Heather, "I'm leaving you," which he did. She was left with three children under eight. You imagine three oh. kids under eight. Um, so they're going at it at dinner, and it's just silly. It's like Whitney, shut up! Like you're just at that point, like shut up. She's drunk. She's pushing it. Mm. It's not. It's not cute. So then um, Heather leaves, mm. and um, well, they go to the bar. Oh, right. That's it. Yeah. So they go to this like famous bar and baby Gorge walks in and she goes, Oh money. Like, <laughs> so all the money on the, like everyone leaves a dollar bill and signs it. She's like, Oh money. She loves the <laughs> money, baby Gorge. Um, so uh, yeah. And then, then it all, this whole episode ends basically with Whitney getting in at Heather. I mean, she has been after her and after her and Heather wasn't playing a game. And at this point she's like, just shut up. Like shut and she was waiting for that line, right? To scream some line. And Heather is getting out of the situation because I Heather wants to deck her. Like Heather yeah. wants to really put her fist in Whitney's face. And I don't blame her. Sorry, I don't blame her. She's so annoying and she's poking and she's poking and she's poking. And Whitney's and Heather's like, just get out of here. And then Whitney loves it. She's like, ow, my shoe came off. You just pushed me. Whoa, whoa. And Heather is a physical person. She is. Yeah. She's, she does push through things and shove things, which she has to be careful about. But yes. Whitney takes full advantage of it. She goes out of the room, leaves the bar. Everyone's like, I'm not getting involved. I would have been running out there. I would have been running out there afterwards. And of course, then it's great. We see producers. We see the mic pack getting taken off. And Whitney's just chasing it. And, you know, I'm sorry, but the whole time her entire tip was hanging out of her dress as well. It's like, you're just... I don't want to see the, say the T word that ends in H, but she just is. It's just like, you're, oh God, Whitney, just get your shit together, dude. And then she just loves, she's like, I want to talk to me, talk to me. Heather's like, get her away from me, get her away from me. Producer's taking Heather away. And then Kate, her final line that she screams, you exploited my vagina in your back. <sighs> I just, Whitney, I know Whitney. you want another season because your Bowen Iris Whitney Wild Rose face cream or whatever isn't selling, but this is not the way, dude. This is not the way to get another season because no one's enjoying it. What's no your producer advice to her instead of this? She should just get really honest with her cousin. That's that's all I can think of. Or, would... or talk more about her relationship. Like, I think what she has to do is she, you're right. If we had to produce her right now coming to us as Bravo consultants, right. um, I think we would have to take the only way she could redeem herself if we could be there real time while they were filming this is like, okay, Whitney, you need to shut the shit down. You need to go to Heather in tears and say, I am wrong for all of this shit. I've been stirring stuff up because I cannot get over what happened. We need to figure this out. You are my cousin. I want family. I, you know, I need to figure this out. That's the only way she can redeem it. And then those two need to team up and go up against somebody else, go against Monica together. That's the only way that, that she's going to get another season because Whitney's yeah. not going to stay around with this. She's not. No. Not working. No. And that was the end of the episode. So Kate, <laughs> we need to wait until January for the, when we saw what's coming next in the fi finale, Kate. Oh. Kate. I know. 
I mean, how are we supposed to celebrate Christmas and New Year's Eve with this on our mind? You know, how, we how are we supposed to? <laughs> we but, can't possibly. We can't celebrate anything. We're thinking what is going to happen in this final episode. But guys, we have to wait. So we will be back in the new year to discuss all of it. But right now we are going to pop off and we are going to hop on to record our Patreon episode. If you are not already a member of our Patreon, give yourself a Christmas present, a holiday present, whatever type of present joining our patreon it's only five dollars a month five bucks that's all it is and you will get the back catalog of kate and i deep diving and discussing the weird wild wonderful and absolutely cuckoo um documentaries about paranormal ufos uh poltergeists true crime murders pop culture we've cults. done some cults <laughs> and we're a, lot about, of cults. a lot of cults and we're about to record our episode now which we are going to cover the hbo documentary um called mother god love love has won the cult of mother god i think that's the full title mm-hmm. so yeah. Go on to patreon.com, search Tender Loving Care Podcast, or you can go into the feed right now that you're listening to our podcast. Just click on that button that has subscriber only. Sign up, $5 a month. You support the pod so much and you get a ton of extra content to listen. Like I say, we will be back on, I think our first episode is going to be back on the 10th, the second week of January. In the meantime, we will be re-releasing some of our older episodes for you to listen to. But um, we just want to say happy holidays if you celebrate if you don't if you celebrate massively enjoy everything if you are going to sit and just have some nice time to yourself enjoy all of that um and whatever you do just make sure that you have tender love and care podcast on in the background right kate (laughs) absolutely uh take time to take care of yourself and you're out on a nice peaceful note and listen to us talk about middle-aged women fighting And uh, thank you. Thank you so much for an amazing year supporting the podcast. And we've had so much fun uh, creating this and and watching all these crazy shows. So uh, we appreciate you and thank you very much. We do. I echo that. It's it's our first full year. We started our first episode came out 1st of March 2022. And um, we're nearly going into our second year. and We could do none of it without all of you beautiful people from uh brazil i was looking at all of the people listening from brazil to new zealand to australia to england ireland wales scotland northern ireland iceland we even have people listening in norway sweden germany belgium everyone (laughs) thank you so so much for listening we love you eternally reach out to us anytime email us tend to love and care pod pod at gmail.com and our instagram tender loving care podcast we respond to every single dm so go on there and reach out we love you so much and we will see you in the new year bye 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 Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.